It's time for the latest local, regional, and national sports topics of the day. It's the Sports Fan, presented by J&K Contracting. Ready? Ready? Now, from the WATH studios, here's Connor Mills. From the studios of WATH, this is the Sports Fan on 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H, Mills on the mic alongside Joey Medore calling in to the sports fan all the way from Maryland. Good to have him on the program on this 13th day of April 2020, 6.06 on the clock and 46 degrees and cloudy out here in southeastern Ohio. And let me tell you, I've been here off and on. I went home, I took a little bit of a break, but I was on the morning show over at WXTQ and it was lightning, it was pouring down here. It was not good weather in southeastern Ohio, Joey, and hopefully... It was a little bit better over there in Maryland. Yeah, no, uh, we had the same this morning, which worries me that we might have more coming if it was uh, happening in Ohio earlier today. But, um, you know, I heard you were pulling a lot of solo duty here, so, you know, I figured I'd call <laughs> and help you out today, talk about some, uh, you know, whatever sports we can in this time. It's, uh, you know, it's been, what, over, a little close to over a month now since any kind of real, you know, sports action has happened over here. So it's crazy. Well, it has been almost a month to the day. It's a month and a day since the NBA suspended their season. And with the NBA suspension uh, came the headlines with a Dark Day in Sports or uh, however they worded it. But that was really the end of sports as we kind of knew it for this past month. And that was the first domino to fall before every single thing fell with it. Yeah, it was NBA going first, then the NHL, and then college sports with the NCAA, baseball postponing their season. We could go on and on, and I even plans to postpone, or yeah, at least I'm putting plans together. They, they haven't done anything yet with it, but yeah, with, with uh, NFL and for uh, college football, I mean, they're planning, which is great, but I don't want to see postponements for something happening in August, uh, and it's only April, you know? Right. But, I mean, you definitely got to think about it, right? Because, I mean, you know, not too far, not too long after the draft in the NFL, the rookies have OTAs and mini camps and stuff like that. So you got to wonder if, this, if you know, if quarantine continues on until the summer months. Of course, training camp comes usually at the end of July. You know, what are you going to do in that situation? Are you just going to forego training camp altogether? That might be tough asking these players to just come in right away and get back to playing meaningful football right off the bat because every single regular season game in football matters when it comes to, you know, playoff implications and things like that. So that will be interesting. I th- you know, I think you're going to have to experience some kind of delay unless we see, you know, some kind of drastic change here where they can get back on the field for OTAs and stuff like that in June at some point. But, uh, you know, the reports that keep coming in just seems like we're going to be uh, like this for a while. So we'll see. And it seems crazy to think that come Thanksgiving, right, we might have regular, I don't even know what, what baseball plans on doing, but there could be a possibility of regular season baseball. There could be a possibility of postseason basketball. There could be a possibility of NHL play. You could have all four major sports all happening near Thanksgiving. I mean, it, it would be a great time if everything opens up and everything's able to go back to the way it was at some point. Uh, but it, it was it's going to be a crazy, crazy comeback for all of sports you know, when that time happens. Yeah, I mean, the good thing is, you know, that, that, that's kind of going to be, you know, sports is usually the thing that, you know, brings us together. 
uh, brings groups of people together, watch sports and root for the same teams and stuff like that. And you know it's really going to be like that once we get all the sports back. I mean, even if you're not particularly a basketball fan, I'm sure if there was NBA games on right now and nothing else, you'd be watching it. So, um, right. You know, that, that'll, that'll be good when uh, we finally uh, get to, when the dust settles from all this and we finally get uh, back to watching. It's probably going to be a really exciting time for everybody. Just, you know, just so much of uh, what we are as Americans revolves around sports. So, Right. And, and the thing that, you know, has come up, and we talked about it a couple times on the sports fan in the past, but the thing that, you know, I'm most looking forward to right now is that NFL draft because finally it's something that's not a replay. It's something that will be new. It should be exciting, especially here in Southeastern Ohio because, you know, Joe Burrow is projected to be that number one overall pick. And, of course, our phone lines are always open if you want to chime in. We got you up until 6.30 today. Uh, but some four zero five nine two six six four six. Hop on, talk about Burrow, talk about any sports. But with the NFL draft coming up on April 23rd through the 25th, I mean, it finally... Something that you know is unpredictable. Something that will uh, should bring a lot of I want to say excitement into the households because this would be the only quote unquote live event happening for the past uh, basically a month or right. more. Uh, yeah. Well, the good news for Goodell is with the uh, the the online draft, whoever they plan on doing it, he doesn't have to worry about getting booed every time he walks out to announce <laughs> a pick this year. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I'm sure he'll be uh, excited about that. But, yeah, that'll be interesting to see, you know, how all that works out, you know, how the, how it's presented to everybody. Uh, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, I've seen multiple reports, uh, uh, one one main report, but there was an idea that was floated out there that it could be like a video game-esque thing that we're watching on TV. Now, more recently, we saw that Goodell is going to be announcing the picks from his basement. I don't know. Hopefully he has a nice basement. Hopefully it's something to look at instead of just maybe a plain white background or whatever you know, his, his basement looks like. Or bricks. You know, I don't know what, what Cadell's basement looks like, but we're all going to find out. You know, he might put up a nice little NFL tarp behind him. He could you know, act like yeah. there's a podium I, in front. I'd be willing to bet Roger Goodell is a pretty nice basement. I, I mean, we're going to see, right? <laughs> <laughs> we're going to see what this guy's basement looks like because it would be one of the more frequent things that we will see over that three-day period, the 23rd, 4th, and 5th for this NFL draft. And I want to get to the point that there was something crazy I saw this morning. It was a mock draft, but it was a mock draft that had a different name at the top of the list. It was not the Bengals, but it was the Dolphins. And again, it's a mock draft, you know, but the Dolphins have the capital to trade up to that number one pick out of any team in the NFL. And this guy had Miami trading their fifth, their 18th, and their 26th first overall or first round picks in this draft, in addition to their 56th overall, which falls in the second round, all for the number one overall pick in Burrow. Now, to me, you know, that's a little bit crazy here, Joey, but I mean, what, what, yeah. what's your take on that? I mean, if, you know, they always say if you find a quarterback that's your guy, you, you do kind of whatever you can to go get him. And, you know, if they view Burrow as that much of a better prospect than maybe uh, Tua or uh, Herbert that could drop to them at the, uh, they have the number five pick, I believe. And uh, yeah, what would be interesting about that is, you know, it's almost been a lock all off season that the Bengals are getting Burrow, right? We haven't really heard of what, what's the plan B. So if they trade that top pick, where did the Bengals address in the draft? You know, it's 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 sort of been burrow or bust 
kind of talk, but at the same time, if you're getting an offer like that, I guess you kind of have to sit back and really think about it. I mean, the only problem is the Bengals don't really have a plan B at quarterback right now. Right. Well, they do still have one year left of Andy Dalton, but they have been trying to shop him around the league and trying to find him a landing spot uh, because they're anticipating to have Burrow at the number one overall spot. But if Miami comes at you with that package, are you considering you know, trading for that, or do you have to go for your lock, your franchise quarterback for maybe the next five to ten years? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's a tough call. I mean, if you're the Bengals and Burrow's your guy, uh, you, you got to take him, in, in my opinion, no matter what, what's kind of offered up to you, unless you get a franchise quarterback offered, someone tries to get Burrow. But I think uh, I think it's time for the Bengals to move on from Dalton. And, uh, you know, if this is, you know, you, you basically, the ball's in your court. You can take whatever player you want. You had the first pick. And if Burrow's your guy, you got to take him. Sure, if you drop down to that number five spot, and let's say it's Miami that trades up, you're still good, could get a solid quarterback in Tua or Herbert, but you know you could get those guys with the first pick if that's really the guy you value as a top quarterback, so there's no need to make a trade. So personally, I would just, I wouldn't make the trade if I was the Bengals. I would take a quarterback. I, I would assume it's going to be Burrow. He's probably the, uh, the most polished of the prospects coming out of college. I mean, he had probably the best college quarterback season of all time this past year. They just completely lit up SEC defenses and continued it all the way to the national championships. So personally, I would not trade back if the plan is to draft a quarterback anyway. Right. I mean, that is the Bengals' probably number one overall need. Uh, I mean, Dalton had a couple of great years. You know, he was a, a fine quarterback at the position, didn't find a whole lot of success as of late. You know, the team kind of fell apart around him, and then uh, him getting benched last year just to see what they had. What, what was his name? Finley? Ryan Finley? The yeah, Ryan Finley. Yep. Yeah. The backup quarterback just to see what he had. He didn't live up to, to any expectations. He couldn't prove himself in the, in the spot. So now the Bengals, I think they feel like they have to get a quarterback, and it's got to be. You know, people are on, on TV, right? If you're watching any NFL network, if you're watching anything right now, the scouts are saying you know, he's as close to perfect as they've seen, and now they're comparing him to, sure. uh, I mean, Lucas Moore was on here, what, last September, comparing him to Tom Brady? But now, right. you know, people are, are starting to put comparisons, maybe not to Brady, and even uh, Burrow was addressed about that. NFL put together a package, and somebody tweeted about that, comparing Burrow to Brady, and he said, please don't compare me to Brady. You know, he, he just wants to be Joe Burrow and let Brady be Brady. He, he's probably, right. it pains me to say, but Brady's the, probably the best quarterback in NFL history. Uh, but it seems yeah, like they're it, comparing him to people like Andrew Luck, highest graded talent since uh, 2012. Right. I mean, he is definitely a phenomenal talent and kind of a can't-miss prospect in this draft. I mean, you just saw what he did last season. But, you know, it, it's just such a hard position to draft, you know. Think about all the, the college studs that completely whiff in the NFL. And then every now and then we get guys that you don't really hear about in college, and they turn into solid NFL quarterbacks, much like Brady. Brady was a sixth-round pick. Right. Uh, but, I mean... Or even Gardner Minshew. Uh, yeah, you definitely don't want to spring those kind of <laughs> expectations onto a rookie. I mean, Brady has six Super Bowls, and... Uh, he, it looks, seemed yeah. like he might play forever at this rate. He just signed another three-year contract. He's 42 years old. Um, so, yeah, definitely don't want to spring that kind of um, uh, pressure on the bro. Just come in and let him develop in the offense. And, you know, turning back to Dalton a little bit, I mean, I think he, uh, I think he's a little underappreciated for what he did with that, with that Bengals team. I mean, for, a lot, for you know, a three-, four-year stretch, the Bengals were making the playoffs every year and competing 
for the AFC North title. They won one in uh, 2015, I want to say it was. Yeah. When they lost to the Steelers in the wild card round. I mean, and Dalton was bit with the injury bug here these past couple seasons. And, you know, it, it, his, his time definitely ran its course. But, you know, if I'm a team in need of a quarterback, I'd definitely be thinking about, you know, what can I trade for Andy Dalton? I mean, he's, he's won in the leagues several times before. He's had playoff experience. None of it's turned into a win but he has been in playoff games. So I think uh, if you're in the market for a quarterback, you definitely got to take a look at Dalton. It was a fine regular season quarterback. You know, Dalton got the job done during the regular season, and then, you know, whether it be injury or something else, you know, not getting the win in the postseason, uh, but he was you know, one of the league's top passing quarterbacks. You know, he was a decent guy, you know. But anyway, we're going to take a short break here on the Sports Fan. We'll come back. We'll talk about... A little bit about baseball. It is supposed to be baseball season right now. Uh, it's supposed to have college baseball, Major League Baseball, uh, but we'll break that down in just a bit. You're listening to the Sports Fan on 970 WATH. From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, J&K Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at J&K be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call J&K Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. Some see health as simply the absence of disease. But at Ohio Health, we believe it's an ongoing journey with its ups and downs, its challenges, and its triumphs. We believe wellness and sickness are both part of a lifelong partnership because at Ohio Health, we believe in your power to be healthy. Discover your best health at ohiohealth.com slash we believe. I'm Ohio Governor Mike DeWine. This is no ordinary time in Ohio, in the country, in the world. Closures, social distancing, changing behaviors, it's all very difficult and very necessary. Small acts will make a difference. Thank you for what you are doing each and every day. Ohio, we're in this together. Furnished by Governor Mike DeWine in the OAB. Did you know breast cancer kills 113 people every day? That's unacceptable. African-American women die from breast cancer, nearly 41% more than Caucasian women. That's unacceptable. Breast cancer is the leading cause of all cancer deaths for Hispanic women. Breast cancer is unacceptable. Together with Susan G. Komen, we're committed to reducing U.S. breast cancer deaths by half. And we're going to do it by 2026. Visit Komen.org slash unacceptable. Local teams, local opinions, the sports fan on 970 WATH. Sports fan 970 WATH. Mills and the mic taking it all the way up until 630 along with Joey Medora on this 13th day of April. Sportsman presented by JK Contracting. We always appreciate their support. And if you have a request, song request, or what have you, sports request, you can always call in. Our phone lines are open at 740-592-6646. Or even, I don't even know if, if Bartikus is over in WXTQ Studios, but we'll take a phone call over on the 105 line as well. Because why not? We'll double up for the sportsman with nine minutes remaining. Uh, but Joey, we, we teased up going into the break with 
baseball right now, it's hard across the nation because there's a lot of things that are, are supposed to be happening right now. You know, mm-hmm. NBA, NHL, uh, you know, football in, in the postseason. Football kind of ha- hasn't really been affected at this point. You know, they ended their right. season. But still, you know, with, with baseball, major postponement all the way back. We'll see when baseball can resume. There's been a couple ideas floated around whether playing baseball games kind of in like a secluded bubble in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, but not only at the professional level, you know, youth sports, uh, OHSAA, uh, you know, all these these levels of, of you know youth sports are all postponing, except for Pennsylvania and maybe a couple other. Uh, I, I saw New York Mayor de Blasio closed uh, their schools in New York City. But other than that, you know, a lot of high school teams are, are just kind of playing a wait-and-see game. Will this stay-at-home order in Ohio be extended? And if it is extended, then that would basically mean the end of the spring season for the seniors for baseball, the seniors for softball, track and fields, and if I'm missing a sport in spring, you know, maybe track, uh, I don't know, spring field hockey or uh, what, what? What's the other one? Lacrosse. 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 Yeah, lacrosse. Yeah. You so, should know. You're from the East Coast. You should know about lacrosse. I do know about lacrosse, but I always get field hockey and lacrosse mixed up seasons-wise. Yeah, I, I can tell the difference between lacrosse and field hockey. I just can't remember which one's in the fall, which one's in the spring. I never played it. Uh, but it was you know, lacrosse in there as well. But it, it's crazy, you know, because they, they're just waiting to see if they have a season left. Yeah, it, you know, it's tough at the high school level because, you know, most of these schools are closed till you know, at least till the end of April. And we're going to assume that's going to continue because it doesn't seem like this uh, virus has reached its peak of what we anticipated doing yet. And when you think about the high school sports schedule for baseball, you know, I played so I can kind of relate to it. Usually start playing games the end of March through all the way April, maybe have a few at the beginning of May. Then you have the postseason, which goes as long as it goes, usually in the early June, right? I mean, when you come out of this, if we do, and you come out of an early May, how many games are you going to be able to play before you're supposed to be playing in the postseason? Right. I mean, I, I think it, at the high school level, get as many games in as possible and then hit the postseason. The OHSA put, it, put together a schedule, you know, trying to pan that out but of course you know nothing's been to schedule yet right so yeah you know, it, it's just it's just tough for the uh to predict for high school but i mean let's think about summer college ball the copperheads local team you know are they going to have a season i mean and if they do what will it be like you know these college kids won't play for the entire spring and then they're going to maybe come out and play in the summer and you know our coach is going to be willing to have their guys play in the summer or are they just going to tell them you know what let's just eat this year and focus on next year uh it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out you know i know you have a summer gig this year uh we were supposed to over in new jersey so yeah that's going to affect a lot of people as well yeah affect a lot of people and it's you know hard to plan for something like this because you know we don't know when everything will open back up again and for summer collegiate baseball that also means a lot of these teams are nonprofit teams. A couple are for profit, but a lot of them are nonprofit, which means they depend on sponsorships and advertisements and you know other other people's money, you know, to to run this right. team and, and raise money and raise funds to put together a baseball season. You know, whether it was up, that was two years ago up in Alaska, you know, and they depended on a couple big sponsorships. And uh, over here in in the Copperhead, Southeastern Ohio, it, it's the same thing. You know, it depends on. Can your sponsors still sponsor your team for that year? 
And at this point, you know, I don't know what other people's finances are, but I'd have to assume everybody's taking a big hit and sponsorships are going to be down. Sure. And then also you got to take, I mean, what is it, right about now or through the month of May, the college kids start to figure out where they're going to play for the summer. And it's, you know, do you start that, do you start that process now thinking about, like, if you're a coach of a summer college team, are you calling college coaches right now trying to field a team if you don't know if you're playing or not? Uh, it's, it's a tough call when you're just kind of sitting around waiting. I mean, when, you know, when would the cutoff point be to where they cancel the summer college baseball season? Well, Virginia already canceled one of their college football, uh, baseball seasons. I think it was the Valley League in Virginia. And right now, to my knowledge, they're the only league that has canceled it. That's a summer collegiate league. Uh, but mm-hmm. the GLSEL is still open, still have the Cape Cod, the Northwoods, and all the, the different you know, leagues like that, except for the Valley League. Um, so right now, it seems like people are waiting to see what will happen. But I can't imagine what's happening on the financial side because it's got to be rough on uh, not only you know, the the baseball teams, but also, you know, the businesses. Right. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, it, it's going to be tough to, you know, shell out money to these uh, local college, base, uh, summer college teams when, uh, you know, your, your store business has been closed for a few months. So, yeah, I, it, it could have uh, major implications for sure. Um, you know, of course, we want to see baseball come back this summer but you know we also want to keep people safe at the same time and uh yeah it's a tough call you know hopefully these uh these numbers start to drop a little bit of uh, people catching the virus here soon and we can you know start to uh get back to some kind of normalcy but um until then you know we're just kind of playing the waiting game right and we do have a quick caller on the line caller you're live on 970 wath it's a sports fan hi connor Hi, how you doing? I miss Troy and um, Matt. Why don't you just replay some Reds games? Well, we do have a couple Reds games coming up uh, during the schedule. Every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday for the foreseeable future, we'll either have a Columbus Blue Jacket game. I think the Blue Jackets will be on Thursdays. Uh, no, I don't care about the BJs. Uh, well, I mean, um, we still... I've been to yeah. <laughs> their like, hockey games. We do I'm have... Yeah, we do have a couple, so we do have the, the Blue Jackets on Thursday, just as a programming note. Uh, but then we, we have the uh, the Cincinnati Reds coming up every Friday at 7 o'clock, and then I think Ohio State football on Saturdays. Uh, so you can look forward to that, too. I can't remember what football schedule is, uh, but I do know that Friday Friday's at 7. Saturdays. Yeah. Oh, I, so I listened to, uh, I think you had Marty you can tell Marty's voice. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Marty Brenneman was on. Uh, he, he was doing the game last Friday. I think it was last. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I just missed the replays. I wish you guys, well, um, it's not your station doesn't do NASCAR, but, you know, when they have a rain delay or something. Right. Right. <laughs> they uh, do a replay. All right, I'm going through withdrawals like everybody else is. <laughs> we all are, but we'll we'll get through this together. <laughs> all right, Connor, you have a nice evening. You too. Thanks for calling. But again, you know, the uh, Joey, it, it is a tough time. People are going through <laughs> withdrawals, and yeah. it, it's True. you know it, it's that time of the year. But it also is that time of the program where it is a shortened show. 
We've hit our 6.30 mark. I uh, wish we could go longer, but again, you know, 30-minute sports fans uh, for the foreseeable future till we really get things kicking in gear uh, in the future. But we will all make this out together. And, uh, Joe, I appreciate you being on the Sports Fan. Good to hear you again, and I'm sure I'll talk to you sometime soon. Yep, sounds good. Everybody stay safe. Uh, this is the Sports Fan of 970 and 97.1 FM WATH. For Joey Medora, this is Connor Mills signing off. Sports Fan presented by JK Contracting. See you guys tomorrow, 6.06.